What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This week, I'm joined by my friends James, Jane, Liz, and extra-special guest GM Zach from the Realms of Peril and Glory podcast for Flabbergasted, a comedic tabletop role-playing game set in the Roaring Twenties. by the wondrous term, Flabbergasted is a rules-light and narrative-driven RPG, drawing inspiration from the likes of Jeeves and Worcester and Faulty Towers. Set in the turn of the century, you'll take on the role of either an affable aristocrat, an entrepreneurial well-to-do, an idealistic bohemian, or one of the ever-ready and steadfast staff. Together, players will join an up-and-coming social club, get invited to secret societies, and work towards leaving their mark in this world by cultivating their reputation. You can find out more information about Flabbergasted and grab your own copy on the Wanderers Tome website. That's www.wanderers-tome.com. I'll add links to it on the What Am I Rolling website and in this episode show notes. does an incredible job of guiding us through Flabbergasted, talking us through the different protagonists, describing what scene cues do, what lucky coins are, and how to level up our characters, so I won't dwell on that too much here. The key thing to remember, though, is this. Every protagonist has the four following traits, bravado and persuasion, culture and etiquette, creativity and passion, and wit and sharp. When asked to make a check, the player must create a dice pool of d6s equal to the number of points they have in the related trait, then roll it. For example, if you had two points in bravado and persuasion, you'd roll 2d6 when making a bravado and persuasion check. Rolling a 5 or a 6 counts as a success. 4 or below is a failure. The game's director will indicate how many successes are required in order for an action to be successful with one success being a moderate challenge, all the way up to three successes being a daunting challenge. And that's it. That's all you need to know to play Flabbergasted. A massive thank you to Zach from Realms of Peril and Glory for running this wonderful game of Flabbergasted. Realms of Peril and Glory is an actual play podcast of big laughs and big heart. They jump from one setting to another and devour as many game systems as they can get their hands on. Realms of Peril and Glory is packed with gorgeous original music and glorious sound design that sweeps up listeners into stories of their incredible cast. As someone who loves a lot of different RPG systems and is a fan of gripping stories, I can highly recommend checking out Realms of Peril and Glory. They have something for everyone. Be sure to check out Realms of Peril and Glory on their website. That's www.realmspod.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Naturally, there are times in this one-shot where the players, and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes, and what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, with all that out of the way, let's play Flabbergasted. Hello, 
everyone, and welcome to What Am I Rolling? It's a fabulous podcast. Fabulous to be here. My name is Zachary Fortescom, and you might know me from other shows like Realms of Peril and Glory. Uh, I'm on a Game of One's Own as well occasionally, and it's lovely to be here. I'm running a fabulous game called Flabbergasted, which is by Fleur and Chelsea Skiratino and published by The Wanderer's Tome. It's a fabulous book that you should try and get your hands on. It's really sweet. It's a faux-1920s setting uh, where we get to do a lot of comedy, a lot of cool, fun comedy times. But enough about me and enough about the game. I would love to introduce the four other fabulous people who are here with me today. Could you let the folks at home know who you are, what your pronouns are, and I guess where they can find you on the internet? I guess that's something that we can do. Uh, let's start with Jane. Cool, thank you. Hi, everybody at home. You probably don't know me, but, you know, I'm Jane. Uh, during the day, I work for Rowan Rook and Deckard, the wonderful publishers of games like Heart, Spire, and Honey Heist. Uh, but I do their accounting, so that's not very interesting. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> It is for someone, that tax man. <laughs> Ooh, I'd love to know. Tell me about the uh, profit margins. <laughs> <laughs> Talk profit margins to me. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but I do on occasion... Uh, you know, slap some chaos on a page and call it a game as well. So you can find my games on itch.io at Jane Hermiston, and you can find me on the social media things at Jane Hermiston. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. Fabulous. Uh, James, would you like to go next? Hello, uh, my name is James Barbarossa. Uh, I am a frequent player on Realms of Peril and Glory, but I also, uh, you know, I'm involved in other... Um, light and tragic projects like uh, The Orphans, and, and I'm a composer as well. A fancy lad with a fancy I'm a fancy name. lad, and I'm a good friend of Zach's, and that's really <laughs> and what gets you in the door. improviser and role player. Uh, Liz, can you go next? Yeah, hi, I'm Liz Campbell. My pronouns are she, her. Um, I also followed Zach here like a stray puppy from Realms of Peril and Glory. <laughs> I'm delighted to be on What Am I Rolling? What a great podcast. And I'm really delighted to be playing Flabbergasted because it looks great. Yes. And now, the one, the only, Fiona! Oh. Whoa. Hi, guys, it's me. Uh, <laughs> hello. Yes, last but not least, uh, my name is Fiona. I am the host of What Am I Rolling, which is a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast. But if you like, I only prefer one particular RPG. I also co-host the DMs Book Club, where we look at some D&D lore and discuss how it might be made better, essentially. Uh, but we've also got the GMs Book Club, which should be coming out at some point. I've got a lot of editing to do. But I, I yes, yet again, I've managed to corral a different GM, an excellent GM, Zach, to come on and run the game for me, which is exciting. <laughs> So I don't have to learn any rules, but I'm very looking forward to this. The, it, it's a beautiful book. The illustrations in it are incredible. Oh, and, and I love the, all the different archetypes, which I know we'll go into. So, yeah, take it away, Zach. I'm very excited. Thank you. So let me tell you a little bit about the system before we get started. Uh, this is a D6 dice pool system. They are lovely players are looking for a five to six for a success. And depending on how good they are at various skills, they get more D6s to add to said pool. Our four stats that we are going to be working with are bravado and persuasion, culture and etiquette, wit and sharp, and creativity and passion. I feel like you get a general gist for what those are like in <laughs> their names. They also have some cool skills, our players, that are called scene cues, that are different abilities that allow them to affect the story and the things happening in it in various different ways. I think you'll pick it up as you go along. There are a couple little things, but that's the brunt of the idea. We're just here to have a good time. 
So, without any further ado, let's kick into it. already risen. This glimmering jewel of Western Europe is a sprawling metropolis of modern wonders for the distinguished traveler. History abound in the streets of Pecado Circle. See the grand history of archaeology, the arts, and even taxidermy in the many great museums of Pecado Circle. Party the night away with Monte Pike. They say the city never sleeps in this district. And stay for a life of luxury in the world-famous Bond Hotel, right at the heart of Welkin Heights. Everything you could possibly wish for and more in this city packed with conversation, culture, and class. The words of the famous Peccadillo tourism advertisements heard all around the radios of the world fade as the iconic statue of a golden rooster stood atop a shimmering gold globe comes into focus at the top of the Hotel Coq de Monde. Beyond this beautiful sight is the glimmering city of Peccadillo a bustling town filled with all sorts from everywhere. In this city, just about anything is possible if you put your mind to it. You can rub shoulders with aristocrats or find the latest stories with the wonderful bohemians in the playhouses of the city. But today, we wander down the windows of the Hotel Coq de Monde, and as we zoom into one of the upper echelon windows of the city, we see a man dressed how, James? Um, Arkwright is a short and stocky gentleman with cropped red hair uh, hidden under a bowler hat, a moustache, and square glasses. And what are you doing to prepare for your day? Uh, I suspect I am probably laying out a number of clothing options fully under the understanding that those choices will be ignored and probably, <laughs> you know, just sort of tidying the room from whatever happened on the night before and uh, collecting, you know, the, 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 the milk and the newspaper for the, the, the Lady Pebble Dash. <laughs> The phone rings uh, as you are preparing things for the day. There's a very analog, literal bell ring from the the rotary phone. Uh, I shall answer it. Hello, housekeeping. Ah, hello. Yes, this is Miss um, Pebble Dash's room. Um... Fabulous. Are you looking for uh, a clean today? Are you wanting the room turned over? No, no, no. Don't worry. I shall... Um... I shall take care of all that. Thank you very uh, much. Much appreciated. And... May I ask, you've been staying for rather quite a while now. Um, <laughs> are you intending to vacate the room, move to a different room? Is there an exit date at any point for you? Oh, um... <laughs> I shall endeavour to keep you informed of the evolving situation. Fabulous. Yes. It's, and you are aware that the room is running at about 50 readies a day? This is something I have made apparent to my employer. Um, <laughs> and once again, I shall endeavour to keep you up to the minute once those decisions <laughs> have been made. Fabulous. Are you wanting breakfast this morning? Um, uh, I... Uh, yeah. 
It's very, it's honestly hard to say, uh, but, but but let's let's be safe and, and, and say yes. Fabulous. We'll bring it straight up. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And how do you, um, could you describe for me your demeanor as you're about to, uh, let's say, begin your interactions with your employer for the day? I think Arkwright, I've... I've taken the unflappable scene cue, <laughs> and thus I probably am fully dissociated with the realities <laughs> of what's about to take place um, and is just trying to keep a level head so as to remain on top of whatever takes place. Good, good. Uh, as you push open the immaculate French double doors of into the large suite uh, where your employer resides. Liz, mm -hmm. could you describe to me what you, Lady Pebble Dash, are doing this morning? Uh, well, let's begin with the fact that lady is certainly a bit of an overstatement. Um, <laughs> uh, Miss Dora Pebble Dash is uh, a young woman, about 25, uh, short, crop strawberry blonde hair in the kind of latest 20s uh, wavy bob. She's currently wearing a extremely loud silk robe, one of those wonderful kind of... Yes. Uh, yes, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, reclining on a chaise long uh, with a giant newspaper kind of half-heartedly open in front of her. She's wearing the kind of ridiculous silk turban that she's clearly slept in. Um <laughs> lounging and as soon as she sees Arkwright come in she drops the paper and her face lights up Arkwright Arkwright you you simply have to tell me now now I've had a thought uh, do yes do <laughs> bus drivers make a lot of money <laughs> define a lot well you know I'm just thinking look Obviously, Daddy's got some conditions, which is perfectly his prerogative. He's a very important man, I'm sure. But I just thought I could drive a bus. I mean, how hard could it be? I mean, you just you just get in the bus and you go around and around. And I mean, I, I think it'd be fabulous, don't you think? And I mean, surely that must pay pretty well. I mean, so well, many people take the bus. I've never taken the bus, but you, I've never taken the bus personally. But if, I mean, if you look out the window, you can see. Look at all these people. Look at all these people taking the bus. They must be making a fortune. Well, you see, I've. I have highlighted a number of errors in, in a potential strategy of this uh, form. Um, number one would be mm -hmm. that you, you'd you have to learn to drive a bus, <laughs> um, which would take considerable time and concentration. And um, in comparison to perhaps what you are accustomed to, have you met many bus drivers staying at the Coke de Monde? Arkwright, Arkwright, Don, I've always considered myself a woman of the people. Certainly. And I just feel, well, I've not personally met any bus drivers. I just no. know that if I had, then we'd get along like a house on fire. Well, um, well I'm... I, mm. Tell me, Arkwright, Arkwright, do you always have to drive the bus in the same route? Or, like, if you get bored, <laughs> can you just kind of go wherever you want? No, no, I think they encourage, I think they encourage a, a certain um, uh, rigidness with your driving practices. Um, the, <laughs> That's dreadfully uh, the, dull. I mean, surely some people might want to see the sights one day, you know, just have a little drive around. The improvisational approach is not encouraged, madam. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> 
Oh, well, never mind. You're always very sensible, Arkwright. Thank you. Yeah, sorry to be a naysayer, uh, <laughs> madam, but... Um... Um, the phone in the uh, suite does ring again for a second time this morning. I'll answer it. Yes, I, I think Dora just tilts her head towards it and looks waiting for yes it's making that it. frustrating noise that it makes again <laughs> it's um, like right next to you though yeah across the room yeah. and pick it up uh you uh hear the receptionist of the cock de monde say um sir we have a mr pebble dash on the line uh oh, no. uh ms uh one second. M- Miss Pebbledash. Mm, you can come the uh, door, Arkwright. It's so it, cute that you don't, though. It is uh, Mr. Pebbledash uh, on the line. Um, Daddy? <laughs> da- Daddy! Sorry. I grabbed the phone right out da- of Arkwright's well, okay. head. Okay, well. <laughs> I'll put you right through, ma'am. And you hear like a series of clicks. There's like somewhere surely in this building many... Probably men and women are just unplugging and reconnecting manual wires into various switches. And you hear the crackly voice of your father come over the line of, <coughs> Hello, darling. How are you doing? Oh, Daddy. It's so nice to hear from you. Oh, it's lovely to hear your voice. How are you doing? I'm having a great time. Just, you know, stuff. <laughs> no, you, uh, we, we've been very busy and we've been missing you dearly, but I wanted to see how, how everything was going. I was wondering if we were going to see you anytime soon. It's oh. four in the morning over there. What? what are they... <laughs> I, I, I cover the, like, receiver. Daddy's very important. He's up all the time. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy. That That's... Oh, you'll never guess. You'll never guess what I have. <laughs> Listen to this. Arkwright, make a noise. Make a noise, Arkwright. <laughs> Make a no- make that noise you make. It's very funny. Make that noise you make when you when you oh you, know, you go. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that. Did you hear that, Daddy? Yes. And he makes that all the time. He makes that all the time. No, Daddy, I got off of the boat. You see, I got off the boat. And oh I, yeah. I, I asked there was this guy there. He was oh he's in the most fancy suit. And I said, Sir, you look just simply divine. Tell me what your secret is. And he said oh. he said all the best people have their own. I think he said valet but i'm pretty sure he oh, meant a valet so valet. anyway i got myself one Valets. everyone wow. kept saying ladies don't have them but guess what arkwright so turned up anyway isn't that right arkwright make the noise again make it again <laughs> the valets drive cars to park the cars for people isn't he just gosh he is a laugh riot those right, Brit- yes. those those europeans they are just a riot I aren't know. they uh, well i just wanted to ask uh because i've received a bill for mm. quite a lot of readies in the in the post, mm-hmm. and uh, it says you're staying at some sort of hotel, and they've been told to build a company. Well, Daddy, you know what they say: you can't waste time without wasting money. <laughs> oh, I'm just ch- it's fifty readies a day. That's but isn't that just just enough for your precious little girl? Oh. <laughs> We're gonna do our first roll of the yeah. game. Of course we are. <laughs> Uh, do the uh, bravado and persuasion one, I right. think. Um, well, that I've got four points in, so I think Ooh, that's a dice Daddy's go. Four. Um, yes. And I'm looking for... That's one five and one six, so that's Ooh. two successes. Two successes. Amazing. Oh, no, you're just right there, little girl. Little girl, you are right. <laughs> uh, well, look, 
We'd love to hear from you more. Tell us all about your fabulous European adventures. Oh, I will, Daddy. Don't you worry. Um, I don't suppose you haven't heard from Archibald at any point, have you? Uh, no. I'm not. Oh, no, uh, good, good. That's fine. No, if he doesn't want <laughs> should to. Should I have? No, it's, it's really, it's, you know what? He's just, he is also very busy and important, and I just don't want to get in his hair. So if he just disappears kind of forever, that's, that's fine. Oh, uh, right. You know, okay. the wedding can be good like, grief. you know, a couple months, years, whenever, I guess, really, or like never, or you just, you, I mean, it could be, I love you, daddy. I love you too, kiddo. Uh... <laughs> I'll uh, I'll check in with him. Oh, did you again? You don't have to. I was just wondering. A kiss, kiss, bye. <laughs> oh, eh, eh. Click. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great! Guess who that was? <laughs> was it perhaps your father? Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> These games we play. <laughs> Uh, I would like to take the opportunity to, while she is on the phone, see if there's anything in the newspaper that's going to be... Um... Well, let's... Uh, first thing that you do, you snatch that newspaper and you spy the headline of... <laughs> the first thing that catches your eye is the photo of one Lord Sanjay Wrigley, mm-hmm. who you would know to be the head of... Uh, this little organization, the RSPB, the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds, and he is beaming uh, with a little trophy, and it says, Thousands Raised, the 42nd Annual Right Great and Magnificent Bird Watching Jamboree begins today. Uh, I'm going to fold the newspaper <laughs> and put it somewhere that pebble dash won't think to look at <gasps> it's under those clothes that you've laid out that i guess yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. yeah. yeah, you've helpfully laid out uh yeah so lady pebble dash lady how are you uh getting on with your day oh lethargically um uh, madam would you would you like breakfast the hotel is inquired again Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, room service bursts into the room uh, where you see gorgeous uh, bacon, scrambled eggs, pancakes, but they're they're like thin and you don't understand why. Um, <laughs> you know, there's there's sausage and beans and all the expected things. Uh, but also laid out is a newspaper for you to read. Ah. And the first thing that you spot is a beaming picture of I don't know if he's your arch rival or what mm. but Lord Sanjay Wrigley <sighs> is the head of the RSPB um, Dora picks up the paper and uh, I assume fancy crepe um, just yes. opens it for a second <laughs> looks quietly folds it back up and then shrieks and throws it at Arkwright <laughs> Arkwright's gonna turn to uh, the the like whoever is the servant for room service and just go, Frank. We <laughs> we talked about this. Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, sir. It's just the typical arrangement for the day. She reads things. She reads things. <laughs> like, <laughs> for the love of God, man. Have some... <laughs> 
Have mercy. Just to be clear, you threw the newspaper and not your crepe. Is that... I don't oh, know. Yeah. First, first the newspaper, <laughs> then the crepe. Okay, um, good. <laughs> my flaw is boisterous, if we want to bring this to the mechanics. Uh, my flaw is boisterous. Love it. So. <laughs> the neighbours hate me. <laughs> what is it that you have read, Ms. Pebble Dash? That man again. Oh, that man! You know the man. Oh, the man! Oh, the man! Always making an interesting day for us. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm just saying, if I'm going to be one of the world's top orange thologists, which I assume Uh, mm. make a lot of money. Then well, I can't have this man winning whatever trophy I didn't even enter to win. I I take that as a direct violation of me in my personal space. I I take it I shall be calling the uh, spotters. Arkwright. Yes. I'm sorry I threw things at you. <laughs> oh god god um that's okay uh i forgive you um I'm, I'm going to call the spotters now oh thank you darling i cried i'm gonna eat this delicious crepe <laughs> great incredible i presume you get to work ringing up the spotters yes fabulous uh, we are going to then go to the glorious streets of Pecado Circle with the enormous statue of a golden bronze brass rooster atop a wonderfully detailed uh, rendering of the moon in these ivy-covered homes where... Nary a person seems to live for some reason. Many grand estates owned by various trusts and various different museums and other fine organizations, for this is a very wealthy area in which to live. And yet, (laughs) we glide through one of the gorgeously ornate windows uh, to find who, Jane? We find uh, the Duchess Anne Figgy Fitzroy, who has just come in from the garden that somehow she owns in this imag- <laughs> this magically expensive place. At least an acre. At least an acre. Uh, there is a horse. Implausibly, there is definitely a horse. <laughs> what, in the house she, or in the garden? <laughs> in the garden. In the garden. You know, okay. the horse only name. comes inside when it's cold. Chester <laughs> is a very well-behaved horse. Chester. Chester. <laughs> um, she, yes, so she's come in from the gun. She's dressed in a lot of tweed. Uh, she's dressed in a, a month's salary worth of, worth of tweed. Um, mm-hmm. And she's holding a rake in that way that only people who are super rich can just go Holds, out and rake their own yeah. garden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you walk in and on this um, meticulously carved, and it's almost a, it's almost a piece of art in itself, this table, this enormous table set for 20 or something there is this silver platter with uh your breakfast all set out for you um it's up to you what that breakfast is uh but on the tray is also a little note that says uh call for you mom and the phone set next to it (laughs) with the uh with the 
<laughs> the receiver's already off. The receiver already off. <laughs> been They've been waiting minutes. for like twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 wonderful. Oh, muesli again. <laughs> oh, I'll just uh, sit down. Oh, what's, what's this? This a note. Someone has left me a note. Call for me. Uh, oh, oh. She picks up the rest. Hello, hello. I say, <laughs> is that? Is there anybody there? Is so- this? These new contraptions, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Is this the right end? Can anyone hear me? So on the other end of the line is Arkwright. Arkwright, you have been waiting <laughs> with the sounds of this manor kind of creaking around. Solid 30 minutes. I should have sent a telegram. Um, <laughs> um, uh, your ladyship, uh, it's, uh, it's Arkwright here for, 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 for Miss Pebble Dash. Uh, who, what? Oh, Miss Pebble Dash. Yes, wonderful. Catherine, lovely. How are you, David? Yes. No. Okay, so <laughs> I, it's Arkwright. It's the, her, her valet, uh, her, her, her manservant. I, I, I'm calling on behalf of Miss Pebble Dash. Uh-huh. I see. And? <laughs> well, uh, so you see uh, there has been some... It, it, we're calling a meeting of the spotters today uh, a uh, an impromptu one um there's a there's a somewhat of a jamboree uh, afoot um uh, bird watching and, and the like and i've been informed to uh, to ring around for arkwright tell her that it's about that man again <laughs> okay so it's about it's about lord wrigley uh, oh, again and again. wrigley's up to his old Tricks uh, um, <laughs> of doing a charity. Uh, have I, have I, I told you, Mister Arkwright Ballet, about the thing that Ridley did to me at the Bridge Club? No. No. Well, I, I will tell you. I will tell you in good time. Oh. Yes. Good. I will. I, I will be there for the birds watching and, the and this time, jamboree. Is the good time in the future or? Yes. Yes. As soon as we Excellent. get to the jamboree, so, I will well, tell you. Unless, unless you want well, to talk now on this on the contraption. No. No. <laughs> Typically, uh, no. I. I must. Uh, unfortunately, I'm afraid I must. Uh, I, I'm afraid I must. I must call through to uh, to, to 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 the Lady Chisholm and um, and uh, ensure that all the members of the spotters are. In attendance for what will no doubt be a topper day. <laughs> it w- it will be a good good ho young chap. You have a very very good attitude. I think it will be a topper yes. topper day, as you young people say. Yes. Well, um, <laughs> in that case, uh, the, the, the 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 Miss Pebble Dash sends her regards, and we look forward uh, to seeing you. <laughs> Yes, yes. I will see you soon, Dora, and then just walks off with the phone. <laughs> not not. You have to hang up the. No. Hello. <laughs> Is anyone there? Chester, or... Let's go. And, but as you do that, you do hear like the quietest set of footsteps approach, and then hang up the phone. <sighs> That'll be Friedrich. Uh... <laughs> Stole my friend. Um, Do you would you like to ring on to the lady Chisholm? Yes, I'll I'll, I'll ring on to Ms. Chisholm. She's presumably not a lady. 
we will move ourselves over to Farago Way, which is a altogether more bohemian area of Peccadillo. A quiet residential area, it would seem, on the front of things, until you see the many playhouses and concert venues all propped up with makeshift assemblage and spray-painted and painted signs for the latest play by the latest unknown playwright and the latest performance by that singer you've never quite heard of before. And yet there is vibrancy in the life here in Farago Way, amongst the coffee shops and the delicious pastries made by some of the most artisanal bakers in the city. And as we glide through the streets, we hear a distinctive Ding, ding, ding. Almost <laughs> as if a wrestling competition were about to begin as we enter the Bellway Brothers boxing arena where several different chaps are bouncing back and forth on a boxing ring and beginning to swing at one another. And with that rhythmic beating of the various different uh instruments one could say mm. we glide to the flat above this boxing ring the home of one melanie chisholm or mel c <laughs> fiona could you introduce us to melanie Absolutely. So as we sort of pan up into a, probably a, a broken, maybe cracked window, it is very sparse, except the whole room is covered in sheet music and paper. Uh, a very small cot, maybe some odds and ends perhaps, but more importantly is a piano. We don't know how the piano got up the stairs, but it is here now. Uh, and you can just see Melanie uh, sort of like, again, as, as is what, what the way, very short, cropped hair, maybe a bit of uh, finger waves perhaps as she's sort of getting ready because she looks the part, uh, wearing sort of a pantsuit, very sort of, she's just there tapping one key, constantly going, mm, if you can't dance, if you can't dance, if you can't dance. Holy fuck. <laughs> if you can't dance, you can't do nothing for me, baby. I don't know. God, it what down. a deep Spice Girls cut as well. Wow. Like, you didn't even go for like... No. Wannabe. <laughs> no, I, I hate. I've got a lot of lists of lyrics up here ready for any moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the commitment I respect. I just, I'll just do that. I'll do that several verses. Yeah, perfect, perfect. I'll be great for it later. <laughs> and I go, great job done. <laughs> Incredible. Um, as you're kind of getting ready for the day, what what is your usual routine like in this house? What do you do on a day to day basis? Because mm. you're not a you're not a overly wealthy person like the rest of our players mm -hmm. and Arkwright. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what does your day-to-day -day look like? Yeah, sure. So I would be probably up quite early because presumably the noise is from downstairs quite loud, but I don't mind that at all. In fact, I use, as we were sort of saying, the inspirations of various sort of rhythmic patterns happening. And sometimes I try to accompany them at the beginning. Uh, I got told off for doing like Keystone Cops, like that got too much. But then I probably would have various sort of uh, uh, clients I'd go around to their houses uh, to teach their young children and whatnot and then maybe sort of impress on them I do commissions for various parties uh, being very aware that since graduating from whatever school that a lot of my peers have had uh, showcases and concerts and none of mine have really 
picked up for whatever reason. And I, I, I you know, that's OK. It's all for the love of the music and stuff. But uh, thing, things are getting quite thin and I am tired of living above a smelly boxing ring. Uh, to Naturally. Be honest. <laughs> Naturally. But I don't mind. I don't mind. It's all part of the, the experience of it, if you see what I mean. Of course. Uh, you do have a little phone that mm-hmm. rings quite frequently uh, with various different requests from for students and teachers and various different people. Uh, this time, it does ring again, loud and piercing, this phone is. <laughs> Can't do nothing for me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Melanie C. Musical Hall. Arkwright <laughs> uh, is not on the other end of the phone this time. Ah. Instead... It is a man called uh, Arthur Hastings, who you know to be the proprietor of one of the local concert halls. Ah, Mr. Hastings. That's so good to hear you're breathing down the phone. (laughs) How are you? Good to hear from you. Look, we're looking to book a show for tonight. Oh, tonight, of course, darling, darling. What do, what do, what do we want? Do we want something soulful? I've got my two become one. Look, I've got 15 minutes. Fifteen minutes. Okay, yeah. great, great. Um, what, what's the vibe you're looking for? I can do emotional music. Ju- ju- just music, Mr. Music's pretty good. Yep. Okay, okay. What kind of uh, what kind of uh, instruments? You know, obviously, you know, I need a piano. Is there a, a singer you need? Yeah, we've got piano. Got yeah. uh, what have we got? Got a guitar. It's broken though. So okay, you have to bring your own stuff. Piano's uh, but, out of tune. Uh, okay. Okay, well, I'm sure I, I've played on many out-of-tune pianos before. It, it t- turns out it actually adds to the ambience, you yeah, see. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, but sure, sure. Um, uh, can I ask in terms of uh, in ter- you know, the, the wire going round my head as I'm trying to like grab various <laughs> uh, sheet music, um, can I ask um, payment-wise, what, what, what are we... Uh, five readies and tips. Five readies and tips. Um, just, Mr. Hastings, I appreciate that, but I wonder, you know, as my music is sort of... Uh, how do we say? Uh, it's 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 home tune. I will do something very special for your for your audiences. Maybe maybe we can make it up to I don't know fifteen readies if that's okay. We'll do six. Ooh, you drive a hard bargain, Mister Hastings. Ten. <laughs> six. Oh, six it is. Oh, you you brought me down. Don't worry. Well, I, I'm sure I can get something for you, uh, uh, Mr. Hastings. Uh, what time? And I'll take the details of the, the it concert. It will be at around uh, 5 p.m. that your slot is. 5 p.m. That's not an evening slot. That's a, that's a, <laughs> is that, what kind of clientele? It's not, it's not the children's show again, is it, Mr. Hastings? No, no. This oh, time it's the yeah. old codgers. Got an early oh. one, haven't they? Okay, well, old codgers I can do. The children last time were pretty brutal about uh, certain bits of music, I'll be honest. They, who no, knew they... You wonder why we haven't brought you in. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, scathing those reviews were. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't know they could write and review in the in a local newspaper. <laughs> Have they got it in the paper? Oh. <laughs> oh, the brightest of our generation. But um, it's all right. I've got a whole songbook, and I by this time I've created something <laughs> like a whole set list of. It's all out of order. Then I'm like, yep. yes, Mr. Hastings, I'll be right there. Not a problem. All right, we'll see you later. <coughs> Ciao, 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 ciao. Smile, Mel. It's fine. It's all right. Smiley, smile. <laughs> work is work. Work is work. <laughs> uh, your phone rings again. Mr. Hastings, I, yes, I obviously will take the job. Don't worry. I just wanted to check, you know. <laughs> and on the other end is Arkwright. <laughs> okay. uh, Ms. Chisholm. Uh, yes, hello. 
At Arkwright. For, oh, Arkwright. For Pebble Dash. Pebble Dash. Oh, great. Is, did she think more about that commission we were talking about at the last party? Um, like, I, I I'm, I'm very happy in... to do an intro music, maybe a couple of stings, probably a, if she's descending from the circus, you know, anything she wants, I'm happy to, <laughs> happy to do it. Yes. Um, yes. I shall. I well, no. Hold on. I I, I shall. <laughs> I shall endeavour to uh, keep you up to date with um, uh, any potential situations that we think um, that uh, if you want to be my lover will be an appropriate <laughs> um, uh, track uh, yeah. uh, piece for. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm afraid. I'm 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 afraid that's not uh, why I'm oh. calling. Oh, well, I'm well, sorry. Oh, okay. Well, how are you? <laughs> Oh, I mean, I'm quite well. Uh, just, right. You just hear yeah, another sorry. smashing in a shriek. <laughs> There's, it's business, I'm afraid. Oh, okay, um, sure. We're calling an impromptu meeting of the spotters. <gasps> oh, gosh. There's a there's a competition. <gasps> um, a, oh, a jamboree, a, a bird what? No, a bird watching oh, jamboree. Sorry. I'm afraid. Uh, oh, I yes. wish. I wish. Um, it would be less messy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bird watching uh, jamboree. Right. I'm afraid Lord Rigby, Lord Wrigley, uh, will oh. be in attendance. Oh, um, Lord Sanjay. Yes. Mm, okay. Yes. More sounds of plate smashing in the background. <laughs> yes, Ms. Pebble Dash is incensed at the situation, and oh, gosh. Uh, well, I, I'm sure I, I can come over and bring some of my soothing uh, songs, I guess. Uh, oh, please and she do. Just, like, what does she like? Does she like Sounds of the Underground? That would seem to go down really well last time. Uh, yes. Uh, Great. I'll put that in the set list. <laughs> yes. I've, I've heard that if I've heard I've heard that new uh, p- that new piece that you're working on, If You Can't Dance. Yeah. Um, if, that if You might Can't well, Dance. That might well really soothe her. Um, oh, just anything you think you can do, she's yes yes of in course. quite the state um, right yes uh, but i'm i'm calling around i have already contacted uh the the, the duchess fitzroy and oh um, figgy oh excellent oh well i've got i've got her commission as well i've got that all ready great. to go great brilliant great i'll be right over um and oh, right um yeah i don't suppose you could put in a good word for uh, Miss Pebble Dash about the composition. Like, I, obviously, I know with the last society and stuff. Yes, musically, because, like, I'm inspired when we're there and we're seeing all the birds and stuff, and I know the visuals of it good, but I'm here yeah. about the music and the songs. And I just really, I her patronage would be super. Yeah. I mean, Figgy is still on the fence about stuff, so it'd be really great to have a patron just to help me. Yeah. I'll, Mel, I, I, I shall, I promise I shall do my best. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, ta-ta. <laughs> yeah, ta- ta-ta. Ta-ta. Uh, I'm selling myself out over the phone to someone who knows. Yeah, truly. <sighs> okay. Fantastic. Uh, so you get yourself ready, and where do you all meet? Do you want to meet at the Jamboree, or do you want to combine at the Coq de Monde? What is the, what's the vibe here? Maybe our ostensible clubhouse is just a fancy cafe somewhere. Um... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Lovely. Keep saying meet at the clubhouse. Um, mm. Maybe go in. The, the yeah. Coq du Jour Cafe. Ah, yes. <laughs> Coq du Jour Cafe. Uh, <laughs> yes. The Coq du Jour Cafe. All the cocks. 
in the middle of Welkin Heights, uh, right in the city center, you see, you know, all these different very rudimentary motor vehicles passing by, a tram driving through, the ding, ding, ding of it as it rolls past, and many different people walking through the streets, all dressed in suitably glorious fashions of the day. You see ascots and caps and long uh, flowing dresses. It's it's beautiful. And in the window of Coq de Jour are an assembly of some of the finest pastries imported <sighs> by the pastry chef from around Europe. Of course, this is the dining spot of the more well off uh, as many of these items cost well above fair market price for their perhaps less quality equivalents available elsewhere in the city. But you do still all gather at a table in the Coq du Jour. Um, Dora has uh, changed into uh, a very resplendent <laughs> outfit, palazzo <laughs> pants, uh, mm. you know, um, lots of bangles. Definitely not one of the outfits that Art Wright laid out. He keeps, <laughs> he keeps starching my collars and I don't understand why. <laughs> so, as you all arrive, what are you doing? What Are you are you getting anything from the cafe? Uh, I probably wouldn't, but if uh, if uh, Jane is mind, if I catch Figgy going on the way in, I'm like, oh, Figgy, Figgy, hey, hey, um, here it is. And I hand over the song and it goes, okay. So it goes, at the top bit goes, la, 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 la. <laughs> and you sing that constantly. And then, <laughs> and then eventually you get to this bit. But yeah, and at the top you see it scroll. It says, spice up your life. Good, <laughs> good, good, good. Oh, well, sounds, it sounds quite lovely, but I have to... I have to admit, I don't really understand this modern music. I mean, it's not, it's not quite Gilbert and Sullivan, though I did quite like that figure fig ah song that you had the other week. Figure fig ah, yes. That one, I thought that was quite neat, really. Oh, well, of course, of course. Um, I've left that the original at home, but I can, and I'll get out some more yeah. sheet music as we go in to try and desperately remember figure fig ah. Figgy, 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 Mel, Mel. Figgy, oh. Figgy, over oh. here, over here, over here. Every other patron in the cafe just turns yeah. in <laughs> violent hatred. <laughs> mm. uh, but, but where is the spread? Where is the, where is the food? Oh, Arkwright, darling. <laughs> oh. Yes, I, I, I presume I shall be taking uh, uh, orders. He's such a good boy. Thank you. <laughs> yes, um, Ms. Chisholm, um, your what would you uh, request today? Oh, um, um, and I look and I can see how expensive everything is, and I'm just like, um, uh, you know what? Just water for the table, if that's okay. I've, I ate earlier. <laughs> uh, I mean, I shall presume that we shall be. I would presume that that that, that we would be um, uh, invoicing uh, the the Duchess. Uh, for 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 lunch. Um, as oh yes, per oh, yeah, usual. Just, put it, just put it on my tab. I, I, I don't, somebody <laughs> apparently will pay my tab. Maybe there's a French pastry <laughs> chef with like the curly mustache that's just like across the waves. Like, of course, Madame, we will put it on your very large, very expensive tab. The tab. <laughs> 
Yeah, it extends fifty years. It's oh my been, it's gosh, she's one day. Yeah, oh well, Lord knows she's good for it. So. <laughs> oh well, in that case, and I'll just select like some very like very small but little little. Whatever the sliders equivalent of uh, pastries are. <laughs> may, may I suggest something? Mm, please. You see macarons mm-hmm. and you think they're tiny. They're tiny. They can't be expensive. Yes, yes. I'll just have one of those. <laughs> Fabulous ten readies. Hot. But... <laughs> Oh, well, yes, no, wonderful. We'll get some for the table. We'll get some for the table. Oh. <laughs> Ten readies. Very popular. Very popular these days. Um, yes. Right, so you are all sat in the Coq du Jour and uh, the the weight of the name Lord Sanjay Wrigley weighs upon you. Ah, I snap a macaron in half. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing funny enough. <laughs> I, Dozati, you, you ought to eat to them, miss. Oh, no, I ate before, Arkwright. You saw. What? Yeah, I know, Arkwright, that you were wanting me to tell you about my story, my, my, my deep history oh, with Wrigley, but it's going to I thought to... we'd save it for the... I thought we'd save it for the jamboree. Well, well, good, because it is going to have to wait for later because we have some more important things to do. But I will. I promise I have heard you and I will come back and I will tell you about it. Uh, <laughs> Thank soon. you. Thank uh, you. But Dora, dear, I... Dora, dear, pardon me. Mm. I did hear that you had a run-in with him when you well, saw him this morning. I did see him this morning. Oh. And oh. I whip out with great grandiosity the newspaper and put it on the table. Oh. I now call to order a session of the RSPA, the Rueful Spotters of Pretty Avians. <sighs> and, and I go... Oh, I didn't realise that horse had run. And then uh, I assume Arkwright turns over the newspaper and goes, ah! (laughs) I'm afraid it's Lord Wrigley once again. Members of the RSPA, I don't think this kind of malarkey, I've said it, can stand. (sighs) But it's it's some sort of, they're raising thousands of of, of, of readies for, for some sort of competition. Ma, Larky. Mm-hmm. Oh no! It won't. It won't do. Especially after last time. No. No. Let's not even talk about last time. We cut to what? <laughs> no, please let's not talk about last time. <laughs> Fiona, tell me what sure. we cut to. Sure, I will. Uh, there are scenes happening. Uh, <laughs> various birds. We've been kicked out of Greenwich Park. Uh, I, I am trying to cheer people up by playing uh, Tell My Ma on the piano. Mm-hmm. So like, tell my ma when I go home, the boys <laughs> won't leave the girls alone. <laughs> I'm trying to get everyone out, essentially. There's uh, like but... woodpeckers attacking your yeah, instrument. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. the music is, is overrun by the squawking of a pigeon mm. that is somehow <laughs> painted blue, being manhandled <laughs> in the background. Just yeah. chaos. <laughs> yeah, and we, we're, just, we're just not allowed back in this yeah. park ever again. It seems no. to be enraging the birds. I'm trying, I'm trying to get to the. Uh, she's the belle of Dublin City. <laughs> <laughs> we flashback. Yeah, that wasn't my best song, I'll be honest. Um, no, no, darling, no. Do not take this one yourself. That was all Wrigley. 
It's, it's, that's just yes. what he does. Yes. It, it was all yes. his fault. No, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. He, he wound those birds up. Something mm. about it just taps into their primal fury. <laughs> it's really uncanny. Yes. Yes, quite right. So you all read in the news article that today is the 42nd annual uh, Right Great and Magnificent Bird Watching Jamboree. There are at least they're raising it's a fundraising effort. You have to pay some readies to join, but there is an ultimate prize fund of about 150 readies. Well, respected members, I think that there's only one thing for it. Clearly, we have to win this little competition that they've made and show them who the real orange orangethologists are. Yeah. (laughs) Quite right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, me neither. Seems as if the spirit is more of a charitable cooperation than a, no, than no. a fearsome competition. <laughs> Winners. And thus Winners they shall be caught right. by surprise by, <laughs> your, by your commitment to steady victory. Yes, no. We're really, we're just like totally on the same wave, like Art Ryder and I really, we're just really simpatico. And I just, I like having you around. You got a cool, cool mustache and it's I mean, just it's good. My, you make that noise. It is. It's also my job, and I'm paid to be here. Oh, but we're, we're definitely friends, and I know you'd be here if I didn't pay you, right? Well, this jamboree <laughs> seems to be... updated with a light. I shall endeavor to keep you up to date on the... <laughs> It's quickly becoming your character's catchphrase. Yeah. Like, that's it. the thing you say in every episode. I'll yeah. keep you updated. <laughs> <laughs> so, does it say anything about what, what the rules of this competition is? Obviously, we have to give money to enter, and mm. there's obviously money. But uh, I mean, what, what, I mean, knowing the RSP, uh, PCB, they're going to, that's not what it is. <laughs> it is the RSPA. RSP. You're the RSPA. Oh, no, sorry. RSPB. Wait, the RSPB. Well, they, this this the society have clearly put mm. on um, their own rules and stuff. So whatever we do, we're gonna have to find some way to undermine them because well, they'll be they'll have fixed it in some way. Mm. I remember, yeah, think about last time. <laughs> Slash two, <laughs> Jane. Tell me what we're seeing. I think time, this time the equivalent of Hyde Park, and with the four yeah. of us, well, three of us enthusiastically. Arkwright less enthusiastically running around with like enormous butterfly nets just chasing <laughs> after birds we had no hope of catching but just sort of like essentially jumping at leaves trying to catch them in these nets and uh, it's a pelican it's a full <laughs> pelican oh yeah. yeah definitely catching Arkwright in one of them as well like, yes sorry. yes <laughs> I shouldn't have dressed that in such bright clothing it's uh, <laughs> distracting I know flashback to now mm. Yes, you're right. If we know the rules, then we'll know how to cheat. Hmm. Excellent. (laughs) Says here um, that you have to take photographs of the birds. Photographs? Yes. I I don't have my easel on me. I pop back and get it. I I suspect they are talking about uh, pictographs, uh, madam. Um, uh, Photography, the the new art. Oh, oh, what will they think of next? Shudder to think. (laughs) 
I, well, um, I don't know. I might know a couple of uh, folks that might have some uh, spare uh, photographer man uh, stuff that I could I could check out. But uh, we probably want some one for each of us, correct? Just in case we split up, like before. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, goodness! So I mean, something like that can't be that expensive, right? A hundred and fifty red. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's 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 not take that it much. On, take uh, it out on the each, each camera, brand new, will cost you about. I'm gonna say forty redies. <sighs> That's my wages. Um, <laughs> we have to pay. Wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. We have to pay. We have to pay for this. Usually, you pay the person you... doing the portrait. <laughs> Wait, I, I just don't, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. This is too hard. You sort it out. I just, I, I just put it on my Figgy, tab. darling, consider it an investment in our future. Ah. Yeah, I, 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 ah. I, I believe in this instant, we are the ones doing the portrait. Mm. Um, and therefore, we must invest in the necessary equipment. Um, right. To do so, well, I, I could look through some of my contacts, and I do have a scene cue which says "friends in mm-hmm. low places." Ooh. Oh, good, yeah, <laughs> mechanics. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I'll read it out. So, in your pursuit of art, you enjoy the company of all manner of people, even those who are deemed unsavory. If you ever need help with something not entirely legal, uh, you know exactly who will help you and then uh, I assume roll for it but then it's plus scandal whatever that means I guess if I use it you, you're adding to so you have a score mm-hmm. uh, of dignity versus scandal and you you accrue a reputation as you go on in this game of you know whether you're dignified or you're scandalous mm-hmm. um, so I believe you begin with a neutral. I believe so, yes. So, you would add a point of scandal. Um, would you like to see what you can do? Yes, I would like to do that so that we point of scandal. How are you going Aww. about this? So what I'll say is the most, the best uh, avenue for you all to gain that little bit of extra information is that the list of which birds you are meant to spot is kept secret. Mm-hmm. So you may want to find a way of accessing that list. So, well, I guess, um, I mean, we could always, as, as uh, uh, Lady Dora said, we could always cheat by taking other people's cameras as they take pictures of said birds. Daddy or... calls it smart business. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, I can. I guess I can see if, they, if my friends are able to purchase cameras or if I can see if they can get us a list of the birds. What, what, do, what do the spotters think? I mean, money buys cameras. Money doesn't necessarily buy a list of birds. Okay, right. Um, I, I, well, I'll be uh, um, but a moment, and I will go out of this very fancy place. I'll go down the road to the only alley in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow there's like there are no fluorescent lights in this time, but there's like a flickering light. It's covered <laughs> over. It's dingy. It like it's like you step out mm-hmm. in of the alley, and it's like bright daytime. You step into the alley, suddenly it's nighttime. <laughs> it's You're dark. not really sure how it works. But it sure. does. Sure, I'll go to let's say the Red Lion. 
<laughs> and I'll see if uh, um, I'll see if my old flame Cassius is around. Ooh, Cassius. Uh, yeah, you spy Cassius at the Red Lion. Uh, describe what Cassius looks like. Let's say he is a, a Dorito of a man. So <laughs> legs, and then upside down, <laughs> upside down triangle. <laughs> Good. But it's a very tight shirt, almost like um, the Umbrella Academy, the number one yeah. person, and then a very small head. Um, <laughs> and I just go, damn. <laughs> and then I'll go in and sort of like wait uh, next to the bar, maybe if there's a piano. <laughs> Start playing a like ding, like a tune. Um, yeah, I'll play two, two become one. <laughs> Our song. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Cassius, if it's okay with you, is a fine gentleman who mm. emigrated over here from Texas, of course, and kind of you see him as you're playing two become one. Mm. Copyright is a thing we should not infringe. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I haven't finished the song yet. But... None here. Uh, and you see, like, his eyes prick up from across the bar and they say, Well, darn tootin', who have we found over here? Oh. Hello, Cassius. I didn't realize you'd be here as well. <laughs> It's fine seeing you, little miss. It is what it is. Um, tell me, uh, and I'll, I'll have taken the newspaper with me, and I said, um, do you know anything of uh, this little jamboree that's happening later oh, today? Oh, yeah, them bird watchers. Mm. I might have heard a little bit here or there. What you looking for? Oh, just, uh, <laughs> well, you know me, Cassius. I'm just always, I love birds so much. Uh, I just really love to know what their top picks are, essentially, because, well... Oh, trying to sneak a little intelligence, get I, I, ahead of the game. No, no, no. It's it's for my it's for my good friend Lady Pebble Dash and uh, the Duchess Fick. Um, we are... Well, are they paying? <laughs> <laughs> just laugh until he... <laughs> So about that information, um, it'd be great to have it. All right, I'll I'll see what I can do. And <laughs> he kind of gets, uh, goes up to the bar and like asks to use their phone. And you mm-hmm. see, he makes a call and he kind of makes some conspiratorial conspiratorial looks, kind of left and right, and then uh, dials a number and like looks very entranced and talks seriously with someone, and then hangs up the phone and kind of saunters back over to you. It's like, well, I might have found a little bit of information, but... Oh, Oh, pray tell. Well, first, I'd love a little promise that I might get to see you more. (laughs) Oh, Cassius, we we were just never meant to be, but I'm sure I can go for... um, well, if you've got your next uh, gym practice, I'm still at the old boxing ring, so maybe we can meet there. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, in that, with the promise of more to come, let me tell you about these birds. <laughs> Do tell. And so I get out you... my sheet music. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> like... Have you ever heard of a blue-spotted clive? Oh, oh, they're so blue and spotted. <laughs> We got a red-billed tickler, hmm. giant-horned thumper, and there was, was that one. It was a great twanging warbler. Oh, 
Of course. Well, that seems to be the top picks for all them birdie folks or whatever. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you, Cassius. <laughs> You're so welcome. Looking forward to seeing you at that boxing ring. <laughs> Not if I see you first. <laughs> 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 and I just back out like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slide back on some sort of uh, casters, essentially. <laughs> Incredible. You've got the names of the birds. Yeah, I, I come back and I'm like, there we go. Whew. Excellent work. This is a long lunch. Um, for narrative convenience, <laughs> can we say that you return and Arkwright's just sitting there with like two branded cameras from the Coq de Monde um, gift shop? Yeah. Uh, that I've just sent him to build to the room. Incredible, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, uh, so you have t- how many cameras? Well, how many are you going to let us have, Zach? I'm going to let you buy cameras for 40 readies each. <laughs> not investing. It's a material <laughs> benefit to you winning. I think I think you have to well, use some then, of the resources. And the resource that I'm going to use is my <gasps> scene cue. Oh. Called I'll give you an IOU. <laughs> um amazing. Where, Tell me about it. I mean, they know I'm good for it. Uh <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um you know, will daddy question fees that is a problem for future dora <laughs> um and look when we win this competition we'll have enough money to probably pay it all off i haven't done the math math is difficult ju- actually just un- actually th- this Shh, endeavor will right. cost us <laughs> 10 readies more than we'll be winning <laughs> no okay. finger on your ginger mustache <laughs> yeah, well well okay so how many are you buying four do it yeah, go on then. Do it. Four cameras. <laughs> Perfect. Aren't they enormous in the 20s? Yes, yes. they're huge. <laughs> you have to go underneath a, like a, yeah, a blanket. How many of these people do you reckon are going to be able to use the camera? Well, that's what I'm like. Surely two is is like, it's a two-man job. So, but Liz, Liz that's, that's Liz thinking. Dora's that's, thinking. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Dora's yeah. like, seven cameras, let's go. Yes, in case one breaks. four cameras. Okay, four cameras, yeah. I think You're it's right. definitely up, four cameras. <laughs> 120 readies yeah. charged oh. to the room. Uh, incredible stuff. For, if it, for four, it would be 160. Mm-hmm. Quite right. 160. And we're winning 150, so we're already in the oh, red. Oh, we're making a deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, I believe that's 120. Good I like to think that all my haggling is just because I can't do the math. And you're yeah. like, yeah, it's 120. Yeah. Brilliant. And Arkwright's doing the precise math yeah. in the yes. background. Just like, no, that's not right. That's very incorrect. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, so I presume we're going to head over to the Jamboree now. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. So the right great and magnificent birdwatching jamboree takes place as always in Event Tide Park, which is the grand sprawling park of Peccadillo. Think of something between 
the biggest London parks meet Central Park. There's a lake that spans the middle of it. There are various different amenities like botanical gardens. There's like a, a theme park area. There's a zoo. There's even a university that like spans one end of the park. So this is an enormous affair. And the Jamboree is meeting just on the edge of one of the lakes. Assembled, you see bunting and streamers flown about. You see various smiling faces of members of the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds. Many different well-to-do and aristocrats uh, in throngs, kind of clapping politely there to observe the events of the day. You see a couple of individual entrants to the competition, but there are no other societies or teams entering the competition on this day. Uh, just you and the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds. Uh, you see up on a podium is Duchess Taylor Wessing, who is about to present the kickoff to the day. But is there anything that you've done on the journey here or in the lead up to getting here to give you any edge before the competition starts? Hmm. Uh, I suspect that there will be uh, um, a number of uh, actual bird experts involved in this. Uh, not Correct. Wealthy maniacs. Yes. Yes, uh, and not just like who will have done, been doing the actual work. Uh, and I would like to utilize um, whims and fancies uh, in order to uh, create an NPC uh, in order to fulfill an unreasonable request. <laughs> uh, Good. And I would like to. Um, get some actual bird information about where these birds might <laughs> oh. be in the park and what they might be doing. Amazing. Tell mm. me tell me uh who this NPC is and we'll act out the scene. Uh I think it's Bernard Scrimp, uh a very underpaid uh ornithologist uh working for a large jamboree that perhaps does not necessarily appreciate yep. him very well. And I would like to sort of slip in with the, you know, the 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 working folk and um and 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 try and track down, uh, Bernie. And under the assumption that I'll I'll run in. Uh, not, did I uh, say you Bernie? Said Bernard. What did I say Ber Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. But try and find Bernard. Um, and see if I can just gather some actual incredible. I don't believe with the scene keys you have to roll for them. <laughs> These are just things you enact. Yeah. Yes, you create the NPC you need at that moment and place them in the city. That's a awesome. great. That's a great scene cue. Um, and possibly some photos of these actual birds that I can use for comparison. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um, so you find this scruffy-looking man who's like got this wizened white beard, the thickest coke rim glasses, just this curl, thick but curled at the ends mustache. Uh, and just kind of yeah. looks tired and wizened and just is b just being finished, given an order by the Duchess Taylor Wessing. Like, yes, go. We need to prepare the competition. We're about to begin. And she walks away and leaving Bernard on his own. Long day, eh, Bernard? Oh, you're <laughs> telling me. <laughs> now I know. 
How's it going, Arkwright? Oh, um, I'm afraid my employer has once again found herself deeply invested in this. Uh, <laughs> Don't they always? Yes. Um, look, I was wondering if I could call in a favour. Um, oh. Well, it just it strikes me that not many of these uh, competitors are great uh, and uh, are wealthy. Um, don't actually know anything about birds. Like, not really anything at all. Why are they entering the competition if they don't know anything about birds? <laughs> you know, it's... It's... <laughs> it's an astoundingly good question. Um... But I'll I, endeavor I was just, to give you. I, yeah, uh, look, I, I, I was just wondering if you could give me any, um, any information on on sort of the behaviors of these birds. What, what are we to expect? The the ones that we're really looking for. Oh well, dash them all, I suppose. Right. So you need to know what to do. Um. Right. Few yep. things to take into account. It's rather a free for all this one. Right. <laughs> sounds about. Sounds about right. Sending them all out into the park. Whoever gets all four birds first uh, wins. Whatever. I don't care. Right. The important thing to remember is the locations of each of these birds. The birds that we've selected are hyper, hyper uh, territorial and stay put in certain areas of the park. Thoroughly convenient, thank you. Um, <laughs> any, any particular lo- locales? Right. Do you want me to give it all away? I suppose. <laughs> n- n- no, I've, I've, it's, it's just, no, no, just I'm vague normal. brushes. If so, you <laughs> you're gonna love this one, I'll cry. <laughs> right. One of them only lives on the island in the middle of the lake. Oh no. <laughs> That's <laughs> excellent. Uh, <laughs> Look great. forward to that one. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, well, thank you very much, Bernard. I'm, I'm much appreciated. And the, the the rest presumably dotted throughout the, the yeah, woodlands. Botanical gardens, the theme park, you'll find them. Keep an eye on the other contestants as well. Uh, to, for, for their safety or... Oh. And uh, and he puts his uh, he puts a finger on the side of his nose, um, and says, "Oh, and you might want to brush up on your sense of direction." Oh, don't don't worry. I I'll purchase a map <laughs> from Perfect. the top, you know. <laughs> yes, keep an eye on those uh, society lot, the violent bunch. Violent. The Royal Society <laughs> for the Protection of Birds is violent. Don't, don't take their coy demeanor as wrote. Oh, God, you and me know better. These are a bunch of flouncy lot with too much money and too much time. The competition means everything to them. Funded by the bloody royalty as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you're all right, old chap. Uh, do you need a lozenge? Oh, I should have another cigarette. <laughs> a, a cigarette would probably be more helpful. Um, 
Well, thank you, Bernard. M- much appreciated. I shall I shall bear all this in mind. Um, try not to get yourself snowed under, eh? I'll try my best. <laughs> Great. I, then I shall I shall re- rejoin the throng of contestants. That's how I imagine. Amazing. So you've got you've uh you've been given some a rough idea about a few of the locations. Uh, and he's very kind of tried to tell you with the tap of his nose about right. one of the other ones. Mm. So are we ready for the competition begin or are there any other actions happening here? I do nothing to prepare because I assume bird hunting is very easy because I'm rich and everything comes easy. So naturally, <laughs> yeah, naturally. I think Figgy's going to do two things for her. One, she's going to have tweed pockets full of bird seed. Clearly very Ooh, helpful. That's very good. Helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. For the second, I would like to use my Toast of the Town scene cue and just arrange. <gasps> I mean, I, I'm going to take down, by which I mean some faceless servants are going to take down some of the some of the mid-range bottles from the basement uh, in yeah. the homestead and just, like, set up that with some cucumber sandwiches, like set up a little bit of a table. <laughs> and so if I read out what Toast of the Town, you're the life and soul of the party. Your personality is practically intoxicating and everyone around you celebrates with reckless abandon. So for some of the less serious birders, I'm going to try and distract them by getting them all drunk so that they stop competing. Yes. Oh, my good Lord. Okay, amazing. So you see, um, again, before you arrive, (laughs) someone, (laughs) Lord knows who, has set up this immaculate spread of finger sandwiches, but primarily bottles of high vintage wine and spirits um and and the key thing is there is not enough food on the table to account for the amount of alcohol that is there and i will say you spy now you with the a lot of the single entrance uh to the competition the kind of throngs of amateur ornithologists very much go in on the wine a lot of these people are (laughs) less well-to-do and wealthy and are just in it for the fun and the hobby and so when the wine is out Hmm. take the fucking opportunity (laughs) Uh, and so go in on the wine and kind of ignore the finger sandwiches you do see that one of the entrance the single entrance is actually this young little girl she's about like maybe 13 years old. Um, and actually, could I get like a role for, I'm going to say uh, culture and etiquette of like recognizing someone. Ooh. Yeah, No, let's take her down. Don't care who she is. <laughs> uh, two successes. So yes. Nice. Ooh. Oh, fantastic. Um, you would recognize this uh, figgy as, Actually, one of your neighbors. Uh, this is young Viscountess Nellie Lee. Um, she is a avid bird watcher. She's kind of an indoor kid, even though bird watching is such an outdoor activity. She does a lot of it looking out of the windows of her her manor estate where her parents are very often not there and she's left in the care of like various servants and members of the staff she's she's got the pallid complexion really dark hair and she's just like she's like obviously not going in on the wine but like taking some of the sandwiches and like 
flicking through this like encyclopedia of birds that she's brought from a home. It's very sweet. Um, and you're going to destroy this child. Yes. Yes. Crush her. Yes. Um, but yeah, you see, you see her uh, going about. You also see that there is a professor who, like, when offered the wine, is like, no, no, no. Couldn't possibly touch the stuff. I've got to keep shop. And this, uh, I would say all of you are vaguely aware of this man. He is uh, Professor Ramsbottom. He is of the Eventide University that is off the park. In fact, Dora, you would recognize this person as star of stage and screen, Wanda Scoggins, uh, who you did not know was in fact a bird watcher but has turned out today and is signing a couple autographs and is distracted from the table. They're all individual entrants. You also see uh, Lord Sanjay not being distracted by the wine. And his... (laughs) As soon as I see him, I smack Arkwright's glasses off of his face. (laughs) Oh, what? (laughs) Why? And you see his second in command, Dame Pippa Basil Weather, is there as well. Kind of this very stocky, broad-shouldered woman, like, ready for action. (laughs) Kind of stood uh, next to him. Again, like, eyes, fucking cold eyes, dead ahead stares, ready for action. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But most of these single entrants are... uh, occupied at this stage mm. so you you've taken out a, some a brunt of the competition i'd say good job figgy Ooh, drinkies <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now hold on <laughs> so up on a podium uh, on kind of a little elevated stage area under this gorgeous willow tree you see uh with a sash on duchess taylor wessing get up on stage she's one of the primary benefactors of the Royal Society uh, for the protection of birds and she begins to address the crowd Hello one and all to the 42nd annual right great and magnificent bird watching jamboree and there's a huge uproar from the crowd and like a, a, a big like drunken wail from all the various different entrants who are like a bit whale messy at this stage <laughs> lovely to have all of you here we are here to raise funds for the wonderful royal society for the protection of birds in our endeavor to make sure that the natural habitats of these fabulous creatures is, is kept preserved a more applause. Boo. We do not applaud. Yeah. <laughs> Are we the baddies? We're the baddies. <laughs> now, I know you're all wondering just what birds you'll all be searching for today. Now, this has been a closely guarded secret that we've only kept to ourselves and various members of the staff, of course. <laughs> now... 
cameras at the ready. Everyone, the competition is about to begin. Now, today you'll be searching for four immaculate birds that can be found in their own different habitats around this wonderful park. First of all, you're looking for the Great Twanging Warbler, the Red-Billed Tickler, the Giant Horned Thumper, and finally the Blue Spotted Clive. <laughs> and with that, let the competition begin! And there is a pistol shot fired in the oh, air. Everyone <laughs> scrambles. Falls out of the sky. Pigeon falls out of the sky. <laughs> but gets and back the competition <laughs> begins. I like the fact that Mel will be like, well, it's right. And I throw away that piece of information that I got from Cassius. He was telling the truth. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end this episode today. <laughs> In the meantime, please, could everyone uh, tell the audience at home where they can be found online? Um, and please do check out all these fabulous folks who are here and keep listening to What Am I Rolling, this fabulous show about many different role-playing systems. If you want to learn any role-playing system, this could not be the better place to do it. So many systems and such a wonderful time. So, starting with, uh, we'll go Jane again. Could you let people know where you can be found online? Really, thank you very much, and thank you, Fiona, for hosting. Um, uh, you can find me on all good social medias near you at Jane Hermiston. Fiona, could you go next? Of course. Uh, so when I'm not playing <laughs> my favourite Spice Girl... <laughs> Naturally. Naturally, uh, when I like to swing it, move it, make it, all that sort of thing. Um, you can find me on What Am I Rolling, which is this wonderful podcast. I also run the DMs Book Club, which is a weekly D&D podcast. I'm all about all the good lore and stuff like that. But if you like, uh, sod that. Just come out and check What Am I Rolling, because that's all where all the fun RPGs are. Um, yeah, and you can find them wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm also an improviser, so if you find me online, you're, I'm probably running some uh, RPG for improviser workshops, which have been going down really, really well. Um, but yeah, uh, that is all, all for me, actually, and I'll pass it back to Zach. Fabulous. James, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, you, um, my name's James Barbarossa. You can find me on Twitter at Barbarossaphone, where I post uh, the music that I produce for uh, Realms of Peril and Glory and, and, and various other uh, podcasts. But, uh, you know, you can also find me on Realms of Peril and Glory itself, uh, which is an excellent uh, podcast that, uh, that Zach and I and, and, and Liz are frequent performers of. <laughs> uh, we also uh, do uh, uh, tabletop role-playing games of various stripes, and uh, it's an excellent time, so... Mm. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Liz, do you want to go next? <laughs> yeah, I've been Liz Campbell. You can find me on the internet at Liz X Campbell. That's Liz, the letter X Campbell. Uh, or, as James said, you can find me on Realms of Peril and Glory. Uh, we also do a whole range of tabletop games from indie to established, uh, fully sound design and with original music, which is um, Zach and James and their wonderful talents. Uh, thank you, Fiona, for letting us come and play. Mm. Thank yeah, thanks for thank agreeing. You. <laughs> I, of course, have been uh, Zach, uh, Zach FG. You can find me on Twitter at Z-A-C-K-F-G and on Instagram 
Uh, but please, honestly, just if you could check out Realms of Peril and Glory, it's a great show. We have played lots of different game systems from 13th Age to Cyborg, Thirsty Sword, Lesbians, Agon, and they're all fully sound designed with gorgeous original music by the one and only James Barbarossa. Um, if you enjoy our style of comedy and improvisation, then you will definitely like the show. Uh, and I will leave it there. Uh, so please, uh, again, keep listening to What Am I Rolling? Fabulous stuff on there. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Will the rueful spotters of pretty avians manage to outwit their rivals at the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds and somehow come out on top? Find out next time on What Am I Rolling? The What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were James, Jane, Liz, and me, Fiona. This episode's guest GM was Zach from Realms of Peril and Glory. Check out Realms of Peril and Glory on their website, www.realmspod.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode's RPG was Flabbergasted, a comedic tabletop role-playing game set in the Roaring Twenties. You can find out more information about Flabbergasted and grab your own copy on the Wanderers Tome website. That's www.wanderers-tome.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website at www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, adventurers need not apply.